Hiya, it's Carol here from Kicking Habits, a weekly show sharing stories, skills and techniques to help you take back control of the habit or addiction in your life. I'm going to be bringing you some fantastic guests to talk about their stories on how they conquered their habits along with some professionals in the field who will bring their knowledge and expertise to the show. Maybe you found yourself here because you're sick and tired of the rinse and repeat cycle of your habit or addiction. Then tune in and take away some nuggets to get you started on your journey to freedom. Enjoy the show. I get asked a lot about waking up in the middle of the night. You know what it's like in the evenings. You sit down, you're chilling out, you've got your beer or your glass of wine or your gin tea and you're watching telly or you're scrolling on your phone and you don't really think twice about it and people never make the connection. I know I certainly didn't. I used to wake up, you could guarantee about four o'clock every morning I would wake up and I couldn't for the life of me get back to sleep. And you know what it's like, you're laid there and then your brain starts churning and you start thinking about all the things you've got to do the following day. You get stressed out because um, you, you know you're going to feel tired. You've probably had a heavy night on the booze. You're feeling a bit hungover and you're trying your best to get back to sleep. But you've got, some people wake up with like a thumping chest and anxiety and people don't relate drinking alcohol in the evenings to a disturbed night's sleep. Now, it's a fact that it sends you off to sleep. And there's a lot of people probably listening to this episode that use alcohol to help them get to sleep. But the thing is, it doesn't keep you asleep. The reason being, when you drink alcohol your body naturally releases cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So say, for instance, like with me, I would stop drinking about 10 o'clock at night and then I'd get ready for bed. And I would go down to bed and, you know, my nighttime routine, get into bed and I'd be out like a light. But what would happen is I would stop drinking at 10 So my blood alcohol levels would start falling because I wasn't topping up with any more booze. And initially when you drink, your body counteracts the toxins in the alcohol with lots of chemicals. And one of those natural chemicals is cortisol, which naturally dips up and down during the daytime, morning and evenings anyway. But because it's a stimulant, alcohol is a depressant and a stimulant, This cortisol stays around your system in your body far longer than the alcohol does. So your liver's busy detoxing and processing the alcohol, lowering your blood alcohol levels. But the release of the cortisol and the stimulants are still coursing around in your body. And that's what makes you wake up. And that's why some people wake up with a start and a thumping chest and maybe anxiety the following day is still racing around. It also affect, uh, affects, um, alcohol also affects your REM sleep. 
which is um, the rapid eye movement, which you need for, you know, memory consolidation, emotional regulation, and it helps um, when you have restorative sleep on the REM side. It helps with remembering and problem solving. So, you know, you get that foggy head in the morning when you wake up and maybe you're going to work and you're not at your best and you can't remember things and you forget things. It's all to do with um, the fragmented sleep that you've had the night before. And the REM sleep is really, really important. Um, we, we should get many cycles, um, around about seven cycles of REM, but when alcohol is involved, we only get a couple of cycles so that memory consolidation and the emotional regulation and the problem solving uh, are just not there because we've just not had that good night's sleep. Um, you know, when the sedative effects of the alcohol, for those that use it to go to sleep, when they wear off... Um, as I say, it's sort of a rebound effect, really. You get that insomnia then because you wake up at whatever time you wake up. We're all different sizes and shapes. Our liver detoxes at different rates. So, you know, for me, it was four o'clock. For somebody else, it might be two or three o'clock. It depends, really, how much alcohol you've had and the size and shape of you and how quickly you metabolise that alcohol. Uh, it can make you know, as any sleep disorders you've got worse. And for any snorers out there or any husbands or wives that have a partner um, that snore, it relaxes the throat muscles, so it makes snoring even worse. And I know my husband isn't a massive snorer, but he goes out on a Friday night with the lads and they'll probably have three or four pints. And I can guarantee he will be snoring his head off. For sure. And of course, we wake up for a pee because we've been drinking up until late evening. We automatically wake up for a, a, a wee and it dehydrates us as well. I always I've always taken a, a pint of water to bed with me ever since I can remember. I've always I'm a thirsty person anyway. I've always drank a lot of water, but it just disturbs our sleep completely. So, you know, not only have we got the cortisol racing around, We've got the trips to the toilet, you know, we've got the snoring that might wake us up and we just get this um, fragmentation of our sleep cycle. So it's not great, <laughs> alcohol, if you want to have a good night's sleep. Um, yeah, alcohol drinking in the evenings, which is, of course, when we all end up drinking, because it's the end of the day for us and we associate, and I know I did, is putting our feet up with a glass of whatever our tipple is. Uh, so I just wanted to share that it's the cortisol and it's the stimulant and it's just a natural thing for our body to release that once the toxin and the toxins in the alcohol um, have been put into our body. It's just, it's always trying to rebalance itself, our body. Um, it's called homeostasis. So when we have, you know, that that high and that buzz, our brain releases something called dynorphin to counteract it. But that's probably for another episode. But I just wanted to really talk about sleep and make that connection between alcohol and an interrupted night's sleep because there is a, 
a real connection. So before I finish, I just want to give you tips for a better sleep. If you can, limit your alcohol intake in the evenings. Why not try some alcohol um, free alternatives or have maybe an alcoholic drink um, with your meal in the evening and then swap to a non-alcoholic alternative and you'll really find your sleep will improve. Somebody contacted me on TikTok a couple of days ago and was saying they have three or four pints a night and they've been having three or four pints a night for years and years and years and they were just having real issues around insomnia and and it was really causing them issues and it's just because um you know the chemical imbalances in your body over years and years and years of drinking which was for me was you know drinking wine every night for well over a decade it takes some time for your natural balance to come back for your body to realize that it's not getting the chemicals and the toxins from the alcohol because what happens if you take alcohol in on a regular basis your natural chemical balances um like things like melatonin you know and serotonin and all the feel-good factors if the alcohol's bringing in that artificial stimulation your body thinks well what's the point there's no point me making it and naturally it just naturally diminishes um those natural chemicals that we produce and relies on the alcohol so when you take the alcohol out of the equation your body's like what hey oh crumbs i better get the engine started again i better get started you know start making my own um melatonin serotonin dynorphin you know and start um, gearing things up because we're not getting that um, artificial chemical into our bodies anymore so for anybody out there that's stopped drinking or taking a break everybody's different but it just takes time for your body to catch up to detox and to get used to not having that artificial chemical coming in and for your body to realise that it actually now needs to switch on those natural chemicals. And that can take a week, two weeks, several months, six months. It can take a long time. It really depends how long you've been drinking and um, your physiology as well. So tips for better sleep, as I say, is cut down on your alcohol intake. Um, Practising good sleep hygiene uh, like a good, consistent sleep schedule. I am yawning my head off about half past nine, quarter to ten. I always go to bed. It's not very rare that I'm out, uh, not in bed by ten o'clock. And I often read for 20, 30 minutes, just uh, something light reading, not too taxing. And the light's out and I'm out for the count. Uh, so having a relaxing bedroom routine is really important and I'm sure you've heard you know keeping your bedroom cool and dark and quiet is really important I don't take my phone to bed I leave my phone in the lounge um you know we have a landline for emergencies I know some people use their phone because if there's anything happens or they've got children or you know someone's not well you'll keep your phone with you what I would suggest is you keep it away from your head and away from the bedside table and put it on, um, turn it off on the 
so there's no light shining from it and maybe put it on your chest of drawers or away from you yeah so you can hear it but not right by you um, it's really easy to pick it up in the middle of the night and start scrolling if it's at the other side of the room you have to get out of bed to get it so if you do wake up we all do it don't we and we all know about the blue light as well and scrolling late until we to we ready for bed is another thing it just hyper stimulates our brain so yeah those are my tips limit your alcohol you know get a good bedtime routine and keep your bedroom cool dark and quiet and um, make sure you have a good wee before you go to bed <laughs> i hope that's helpful if there's any comments i'd love to hear from uh, any of the listeners and if you've got anything that you want me to uh, chat about on my solo episodes then please do get in touch take care bye bye thank you so much for listening today if you've enjoyed the episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a review if you've been left with a question from today's episode then please drop me a line i love to answer listeners questions as it adds to the flavor of the show and of course it's completely anonymous all links are in the show notes and I'm looking forward to sharing again next week and helping you to find your path to freedom. It really does take courage to take that first step. But remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. <laughs>